Welcome back to 2K Away. Ew, did you hear me? Welcome back. <laughs> It's another episode of 2K Away. Hello, beautiful Tuesday morning. I'm Peyton. This is my sister, Paige. If you know, you know. We'll just hop into it. So this week, life's been a tad bit crazy. So I'm not doing a true crime episode today. I was planning on doing uncovering a specific person, but um, I didn't really have enough time to give it the proper episode and investigation that I normally would have. Mm -hmm. So I'm doing something a little bit different, kind of like pages like coffins, bones, and uh, what did I, how did I? Catacombs, coffins, and bones. I I came up with that and I couldn't even remember. And the the dolls. (laughs) 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 Yeah. So this this is going to go well. The dolls. (laughs) You kind of sound like sloth from the Goonies. The dolls. Okay, anyway. So I'm going to... Actually, I want this to be like the first of like several that I do. So I'm going to start a new series. And if you've clicked on this, you already know what it is. Clearly. So I'm going to ask a question first. Paige, do you love your pets? (laughs) You mean my sons? (laughs) Yes. Yes. Okay. Except Bruce. (laughs) <laughs> you're terrible so no, i kind of love him too so here's another question well, what are you gonna do with your pets once they die uh they're gonna bury me with them so oh so we're with not Riley. we're not we're not waiting for your death we oh no just no you just it. put okay. me in the ground with them because that's just gonna be what's best for okay. everybody involved all right i'll have to quit my job <laughs> And I'll just have to lay in bed all the time, so you might as well just, you know, put me in the ground with him. I get it. So that's what we will be talking about today. Putting me in the ground? Yes. <laughs> no, I mean, obviously, if you've seen the um, title, you know, we're talking about pet cemeteries. So something a little bit different today, but I thought it would actually be really cool to kind of dive into it. So I kind of want to talk about a little bit of, like, history of just, like, people and their pets. So I found a great article on several great articles of of people that actually looked into in the UK comparing um, what people used to think of their pets versus like now and Mm -hmm. like kind of what house pet cemeteries ties into like the culture and the times. Mm -hmm. So it was towards the end of like the 19th century. So we're thinking like 1880s and so forward Um, is this is when people started seeing their pets as more family than like a tool for survival, Mm -hmm. you know, or something to uh, fill a specific need. You know, for example, cats caught mice, dogs for security. Mm -hmm. I mean, cattle for food, for milk, you know, other animals for wool, that sort of thing. So people actually started forming emotional attachments to them. You know, ancient cultures would sometimes view certain animals as deities 
and they would have like all out funerals when a particular animal died. But other than that, they were only used for specific purposes. Mm-hmm. So what do we do with our loved ones when they die? We give them a funeral, you know, burial, cremation, all that jazz. So along with the progression of pets becoming more family, also came the idea that there was an afterlife for animals as well as people. Mm-hmm. And all dogs go to heaven. Yeah, I know. Mm. I thought of that. And I was like, I love that movie so much. <laughs> so uh, the upper class in families with more money are the ones who could afford such, such luxuries. Yeah. Like giving your pet a proper burial with like a headstone and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But now it's become common enough for people of all walks of life to be able to do something of this nature. So the idea of pets becoming family became even more prevalent and common after World War II. Wow. So, I mean, we had this discussion before. World War One, World War Two, so many people died. Right. So it had a lot of people thinking of life and death and happiness and love. And it really just shaped generations to come. So along with burials and markers for pets, people started putting their last names on their markers and headstones. Mm. Like, for example, if if I were to bury like like if you were to see, God forbid, like my guinea pig Rufus, like if he had a headstone, people would, oh, Rufus Reeves, mm. you know. So, and the idea wasn't loved at first because, of course, like back then, like people are, there's the wealthy people and then there's people that are so impoverished that they can't feed their children kind right. of. So there was animosity towards it and it took a while to for people to actually love the idea. But eventually, you know, it's become much more normal i don't know why but putting a last name your last name at the end of your pet's name just makes me want to cry (laughs) honestly researching all of this because i'm going to talk about two specific pet cemeteries Uh obviously i wanted to make this a little bit more of a series so i want to find specific ones and like kind of bring them to light and talk about their history talk about different particular headstones that sort of thing and This has been so emotional (laughs) for me because it really goes to show you that pets have truly just an unbreakable and unconditional love. Oh, yeah. With their owners. Uh It's honestly it's it was one of the sweetest things I've ever gotten to research because it's just the the people that like the time and the effort and the thought that some people put into the burial, what they want to do with their pet after they've died, like the cremains, what people want to put on their headstones and their grave markers mm-hmm. is just the sweetest thing. And I honestly, this has been like one of my favorite things to research thus far, <laughs> because obviously I love animals. And it's just, again, just like the absolute love that you see in all these. Mm-hmm. I don't see that in regular cemeteries where people are, that is their final resting place. <laughs> I know. But in pet cemeteries, it's a whole other just wonderful place. Well, because p- poems, I see, you know, poems of losing pets, like from the pet's view or, you know, whatever. I can read that shit and bawl my eyes out. But yes. a poem about losing a loved one, 
doesn't touch me as much. No, <laughs> me either. So I don't know what that says about me. But when you but... bring, yeah, when, but when you bring a pet into the situation, I'm I'm a mess. Uh huh. I'm an absolute mess. Uh huh. But it's just, it's it's honestly, like, because, of course, like, when you think of Pet cemetery you think of, like, ooh, Stephen King, ooh, creepy, murr. Right. N- Never seen not it. Not like, it's, um, not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm, if I'm being completely honest, I've never seen the original one, so it's always been, we could probably do that oh, for another Patreon yeah, episode, who yeah. knows. But I've never seen the original one, but I saw the new one, and I'm like, I'm bored. Oh, yeah, I didn't and see either. And I don't know what it is, but Stephen King stuff, the endings are usually terrible. Shit. Yeah. And same way with people that have read his books. They're like, he can't write an ending for shit. No. So it's nothing like Pet Cemetery, And I was honestly almost hoping for something like that <laughs> because I'm like, hell yeah, cursed things, boom. But no, I just found undying love and adoration for people's pets. And it is... So beautiful and so incredibly sweet <laughs> that I was like crying as I'm reading some stuff, and I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> it's so so sweet. So the two that I'm going to focus on today are in the United States. There are others worldwide that mm-hmm. I would definitely love to cover in the future. So there's over a hundred pet cemeteries in the U.S. Wow. Some allow all types of animals, while others are limited to dogs and cats specifically. And more recently, some, um, which I'll actually be talking about a cemetery that was kind of like the catalyst for this idea. Mm -hmm. Some will allow you to be buried next to your pet. Oh. Yeah. So, I mean, I I I don't know if it's full burial, but I know cremation for sure. Oh, well, I mean, so, but still, still, it is, but still a really, really cool idea. So again, there's two specific pet cemeteries that I want to talk about today. But before I do that, I need to talk about this organization first. So this organization that I want to talk about for a hot second is the International Association of Pet Cemeteries and Crematories. So the IAOPCC. (laughs) It's a nonprofit organization dedicated, and I got this straight from their website, and I'm going to leave links to the websites of all three of these places in our show notes okay. because they're really cool. All right. So this organization is a nonprofit organization dedicated to advancing the standards, ethics, and professionalism of pet cemeteries and crematories around the world. Oh. So they have members in more than 15 countries. And they are recognized as the leader in pet after in the pet aftercare profession. Well, how cool is I that? I know. <laughs> so this organization helps with advertising your business. And it also like shows your clientele that they've chosen like a pristine like place to do business and to care for their pet after yeah. they've passed. And they evaluate all members to make sure that they're living up to the standards and procedures that, that they've set, basically. Right. So the IAOPCC. I wish I wish that was shorter, but it is what it is. Is the historically first and only organization with published recommended procedures for every step of the cremation uh, of the pet cremation process, including transportation, each type of pet cremation, ready and retrievable records, facility standards, and continuing education for pet crematorium staff members. Wow. So it's Actually, really cool. Um, So a little bit of history on it. So they were founded in 1971 
in West Chicago by a Pat Blosser. I think that's how you pronounce it. And their mission is to continually set and evaluate and, excuse me, elevate the standards and ethics of the pet aftercare profession, provide continuing education for members, and to educate pet parents to the importance of seeking services from an IAOPCC member versus other options that they might have Mm -hmm. available. So in 2014, following five years of research, these standards and press uh, processes were rolled out to their members worldwide. So I I looked at their members that they had. Um, they're all over the U.S., Canada, Wales, parts in the U.K., uh, Australia. Wow. Like, it's actually really cool. And I didn't know it even existed. So oh, it was yeah. it was interesting, actually, like, seeing that it was such a bigger thing than I realized. Yeah. So, because, I mean, you have stuff like that for humans, so it's actually really nice and refreshing to actually see that people care about animals so much that they would have this kind of organization Mm -hmm. and it be available to people. So, it's Mm -hmm. it's actually really cool. And if you want an IAOPCC member, you can actually go to their website and you can actually search their members on their website and get like find a member close to you that's like reputable and that's actually gonna like really care for your pet. So it's actually cool. really cool. So the first pet cemetery that I want to talk about is the Hartsdale Pet Cemetery in Hartsdale, New York. Okay. So this it's it's like apparently like twenty minutes north of New York City, I guess. Mm-hmm. I didn't look at a map. <laughs> of course you did. So it's fine though. So, the Hartsdale Pet Cemetery was founded in 1896 to address the growing need for a secure and dignified place for the pets of New York City once they passed. Well, yeah, because, I mean, if you're in New York City, there's not really a place. Because, I mean, growing up in a rural area, we we have yards to bury our pets in. Right. I mean, I I I I can't even count how many animals that we buried in our house growing up. Not in the house, in the yard of the house yeah, that we lived in growing that up. W- that honestly, that is would, a pet cemetery. That, I was literally going to say that. I'm like, I'm like, we we had like a menagerie growing up of <laughs> different, of many and different animals. Uh-huh. So I, I honestly, you can't even count on both hands how many pets we've buried there. No, I so don't. many. There's so many, so many. So so I wouldn't have even thought about it, but. A kid growing up in the city, if you've got right, a pet, especially you like, can't just go out in the backyard of your and, apartment and bury it. Yeah, because there's, I'm sure, just a parking lot. You know, right? Like, so, like if you grow up in an apartment versus like a house with a yard, like yeah. those are very different experiences. Or if you're renting rather than a homeowner, I'm sure your <laughs> landlords don't want you burying a pet back there. <laughs> Yeah, so. I mean, like, in one of the apartments that I used to live in, in L.A., like, could you imagine if I went out with, you know, crying with a box and a, <laughs> and shovel, a shovel and burying my dead pet next to the pool? Like, I don't think they would be super happy about that. No, I don't think so. Yeah, no. So, again, so this was to address that issue. Yeah. Which, again, like, again, I wouldn't have thought of that, but... No, that's we, definitely something that you take for granted and mm-hmm. that you're so essentially ignorant about because you have you, you just don't know that's I, something that we've never had to experience never so never known that yeah so the idea was first proposed by a woman named emily berthet i think that's how you pronounce that an 
an accomplished equestrian. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she partnered with a Dr. Samuel. If you don't know what an equestrian is, it's horses. She rides horses. Like, in, we love Bob's Burgers. So... Tina and, Tina and her equestinots. Right. So she partnered with a Dr. Samuel Johnson, a very distinguished Manhattan veterinary surgeon. 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 It's going well. And the owner of the first modern animal hospital in the city. Wow. So Emily just so happened to own five hillside acres in Hartsdale. Of course, like she, she's an equestrian. She's, it's not like, oh, I ride horses you know, to travel. No, no, no. I ride horses for fun and for competition. Mm-hmm. So she's got money mm-hmm. and she has land. Mm-hmm. And she just happened to have five acres just north of the city in Harsdale. And Dr. Johnson had the clientele and the connections to make this idea a reality. That's cool. So today, Hartsdale Pet Cemetery is the oldest continuously operated pet cemetery in the world and is the final resting place of over 80,000 animals. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, so... I did not expect that number. I didn't either, so I... I mean, I know it's... Obviously, it's been over 100 years now, but still, I did not expect that number. Yeah, I I know. It's wild, and I'm sure it's more than five acres. I didn't... I didn't look hard enough to see if it's grown. Yeah, obviously, if they have 80,000 animals buried there, I would hope that they bought some more land. I mean, it's... It's whatever. And it depends on the animal too, though. That's you true. You don't need a very big space for a guinea pig. No, and and that's that's something. Or a chihuahua. Right, and that's something that you actually do see in pet cemeteries. They're much more. They're much closer together because, right. like, cemeteries and like <laughs> people cemeteries, like they're much more spread out. Typically, right. you bury um, in a casket. It's much larger. Um, animal cemeteries are not like that. Mm-hmm. They're they're much smaller, much closer together. And I'll be I'll be sharing some pictures as well. And again, they're actually they're actually really cool places. Mm-hmm. So, and you know, and I don't thinking about it when we there for a second thought that one of our relatives was buried a little too close to, or somebody else was buried a little too close to one of our relatives like we got a little mad about that but once we realized then it's good so like i don't want anybody like super close to one of my relatives but if it was a pet cemetery on the other hand i don't think i would mind other pets being super close to i mine. wouldn't either i really <laughs> would they're better than people absolutely so yeah. i don't think i would mind that at all i w- i see i wouldn't either and but don't and... fucking crowd me in the ground when i'm there <laughs> no i i know it, it's 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 definitely it's so different. It is so different. It's so different. And again, this comes. This all comes from a, a truly a place of love, right? And I think that's what makes it so beautiful and so accepting as well. Yeah. And I've I've seen numbers like I've seen between like seventy thousand and like a hundred thousand animals, but their website said over eighty thousand. So that's the number that I went with. Amazing. So this includes dogs and cats naturally, right? But also horses, mm. birds monkeys and many small pets yeah. uh they honor service dogs so uh canine soldiers police dogs search and rescue dogs <laughs> i know they actually they actually have like when you walk into it there's a pretty big monument like right away when you walk into the cemetery that's honoring like all these service animals that they have there all right you can stop now. <laughs> you can just go I know. Ahead and stop. crying 
Um, so there is even a lion cub buried there who apparently a Hungarian princess rescued from a circus like uh. in like 1912, I think. But he ended up dying shortly after. Oh, so he's no. buried there. So recently it's become the pioneer for the first state legislation in the country to officially permit the internment or not internment, internment of human cremated remains in pet cemeteries. So Hartsdale was the one that actually got that idea off the ground running. I have to say, I think I would prefer to be buried in a pet cemetery. <laughs> I think so too. Be among the animals right? instead of the people. Because I don't wonderful? like the people. No, isn't that wonderful? That is wonderful. I love that. At the, you know, I, like I have mixed feelings about it. At the same time, I'm like, oh my God, that's such a sweet idea. And then at the other time, I'm like, let them have their own cemeteries. <laughs> you selfish bastard. Go to a regular one. Like, <laughs> I don't know. But I, I do think it's I think it's really cool. That's awesome. So this pet cemetery is listed on the U.S. Department of Interior's National Register of Historic Places. Wow. Making it the first and only animal burial ground to be recognized as a place of profound cultural significance Aww. on that list. Um, it is a member of the International Association of Pet Cemeteries and Crematories, the yeah. organization that I mentioned before. And it is a certified national wildlife habitat. And they serve all religious denominations. Uh, that's so freaking cool. I know. So Hartsdale offers burials, cremations, transportation, and pre-need planning. What a pre-need is. So I work at a funeral home. I've said it before. So one of the things that if, if you are a funeral director, if you own a funeral home, one of the things that you offer or you can do is you offer pre-need planning. So if somebody wants to come in and pre-plan their funeral, oh, okay. so that Didn't means that they can that Yeah, so called. that means that they can pay for it. So one of the things that you can do, which Hartsdale offers, so one of the things that you can do as a person is you can prepay for your funeral. So because funerals, especially a traditional service, mm -hmm. can be fairly expensive. Right. So one of the things that you can do is you can prepay and your money will be put into an irrevocable trust. So in the trust, however many years that you are still alive, mm -hmm. that grows interest to be able to uh, keep up with inflation. Oh, so right. once you die, then um, the funeral director is able to take that money out of that trust and pay for your service that way. Wow. Hartsdale offers that oh, for your pets that is so cool i know <laughs> i was like <gasps> so um <laughs> my problem with that though is every time i would go to pay something in it i'd immediately just start crying as i'm walking in <laughs> right i totally would i'd have to take the entire day <laughs> i know and then just lay in bed and just weep <laughs> i know it's but again it's so cool so it has a mausoleum on its grounds mm -hmm. where uh, I saw in a, in a video where I guess when it was originally um, erected, mm -hmm. it cost like twenty five thousand mm. dollars like back in the day, mm -hmm. which now would have been like, oh, a like lot, a, nearly a million dollars. <laughs> a lot. Yeah. So it, I think it's pretty cool. Uh, they offer monuments, caskets, cremation plots, urns, funerals and viewings. And uh, I saw prices for burials begin at approximately $2,400 for your pets. Huh. 
considering and i think i think it also um i think it also does depend on the size of oh the i'm plot sure it does digging, i believe but because um, i can't see um a horse and a hamster costing the same amount well that's the thing i don't know so <laughs> i don't know so i because <laughs> i mean again i work for a funeral home it does cost more to bury an actual casket versus well, burying cremains right so i i just know that so um, i just know that yeah because yeah, you know because you know i'm just really smart well i'm in the death business so <laughs> it's not that i'm really smart i just i just have experience i guess <laughs> so something that i wanted to quote directly from their website actually before i do that so there's not a lot of celebrity animals, which I will be talking about celebrity animals mm. in just a moment, mm-hmm. but I found it um, pretty cool. Um, Mariah Carey's cat Clarence is buried there. Oh, <laughs> I know. I was like, <laughs> so one of the things under their service tab, um, I just want to quote it directly from the website. So uh, I thought it was really sweet and it de- this made me cry. So, quote. Our pets provide companionship, acceptance, emotional support, and unconditional love during the time they share with us. In return, we love them and consider them members of the family. So going back to my idea about pets being family. Yeah. So when that special relationship comes to an end, it is only natural to grieve. Many of us find comfort by by memorializing our beloved pet in a meaningful way. Since 1896, Hartsdale Pet Cemetery has provided compassion and comfort by treating your pet with the same dignity and care as if he or she was our own. Uh, Unquote. I know. It's so, it's so I'm just going to be making that noise this entire time. uh, I know. It's, and again, like, I just literally, I I saw pictures of people in and out and I have, I'm going to show you some pictures that I picked out specifically for you to see on this. So here's the entrance. And I'm going to share all these on social media. The ones that I've picked out anyway. So here is the entrance of Hartsdale. It does say Canine Cemetery. But again, it it offers burials for all kinds of animals. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, super cool. It's really nice. Gate entrance. Iron look, iron looking gate entrance. Like yeah, a and typical it's cemetery. It's like old and... It's gorgeous. So this is the one that I told you. I'm like, oh, I have a preview. So this is actually a screen cap from a video that I watched. Yeah. It was a whippet. Yeah. And it says, only a dog could be so true. <sighs> I know. Just going to breathe heavily so tears don't <laughs> fall down my face. So there's this particular one. It says, Buster, our devoted pet who knew nothing but love. <sighs> And then it'll it'll say the owner's name on it too, and it and again, one of the things that I I loved so much about researching this is just the thought and the love that goes into people putting, um, what they whatever they want on the headstone or the marker right. for their pet. So this one, Metsy, my one and only friend, lies here. Oh, and this my is gosh. this one's a fairly old one. Yeah, looks it. And then the last one I'm going to show you. Hans, he was one of us. How cute is that? Mm-hmm. That looks like an old one, too. Yeah, um, 1936. Oh, yeah, there's a date on there. <laughs> there is. <laughs> 
so, so I can see how old it is. Right, you can. <laughs> so I, again, I I encourage because I'm going to share only a few pictures from from each place. I seriously encourage anyone to just look these up and look up specific headstones because like I said just the absolute love in Mm -hmm. all these is just so amazing (laughs) it's so beautiful so Riley's I'll have to put on Riley's he couldn't stop touching things I know my god (laughs) cold wet nose always so The next one that I would like to talk about is the Los Angeles Pet Memorial Park in Calabasas, California. So this is just outside of Los Angeles. It is in Los Angeles County. Mm -hmm. Been there multiple times. Not to the pet cemetery. If I knew that was there, I would have went. Right. You know, set out a day to just cry. (laughs) Yeah. If you feel like crying one day, just set out your day for that. Right. So, again, I'm going to link all of their... um, Websites. websites in the show notes because i again i want people to go to these i want people to see them and just see just <sighs> so the los angeles pet memorial park was founded by celebrity veterinarian dr eugene jones in 1928 and it's become the final resting place for animal stars like tawny one of the mgm lions Oh, okay. Uh, Jigs, the cheetah from Tarzan. I think like the old Tarzan. Mm, okay. Pete, the pup from Our Gang. The it, It's a movie. Okay. Um, and Topper, the horse um, from Hopalong Cassidy. I haven't seen most of I those. I haven't that, either. But somebody might know who that is. But it, it's there. A lot of like older movies mm-hmm. will have like their celebrity animals buried here a lot of older celebrities had their pets buried here and Mm -hmm. i will name a few Mm -hmm. so along with celebrity animals the animals of celebrity who rest in peace here um for example may west's monkey boogie (laughs) humphrey bogart and lauren pacall's uh cocker spaniel droopy jimmy durante's irish settler muggins and setter you mean it wasn't, a, it wasn't a settler. I put a, I put settler. <laughs> That's a new type of dog. Yeah. And uh, Rudolph Valentino's Doberman Kabar, which Aww. I actually have a picture of his marker. Aww. So I'll show you. So in 1973, um, it was still owned by the same family, but it was donated to the Los Angeles SPCA. Mm-hmm. And they had it for about 10 years. But then after having it for like a decade, they decided to sell it. They wanted to sell the property to some developers. So when news of the impending sale got out, a small group of people, mainly pet owners, of Mm -hmm. course, founded SOFI. And what that stands for is Saving Our Pets History in Eternity. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Again, heavy breathing, so I don't cry. (laughs) You are crying. No. So over you got pe- onions in here, of course. <laughs> so over a period of almost three years of fundraising like crazy, mm-hmm. and them lobbying Sacramento for protective legislation, on September twelfth, nineteen eighty six, the Los Angeles Pet Memorial Park was permanently safeguarded in perpetuity under California state law. 
Cool. So it's it's protected legally now. Good. So it needs to be. Right. So Sophie Inc., which if you go to their website, you can actually become a member of Sophie, which is really cool. Wow. Um, is a nonprofit public benefit corporation dedicated to the preservation of the park. And Los Angeles Pet Memorial Park is a member of the International Association of Pet Cemeteries and Crematories. Mm. So they offer a number of ways to honor your pet's memory. Mm -hmm. So they offer headstones, upright monuments, benches, rose bushes, tribute bricks. You can choose to have your pet's story featured on their biannual newsletter. So kind of like an obituary. And um, you can also make um, a donation in in their pet's name. And also become a Sophie member, like, in your pet's honor as well. Wow, so, cool. really cool. So, again, they offer they also offer burials, cremation, uh, transportation, and they do offer pre-need planning as well, <laughs> which is really cool. So, some celebrities who have entrusted their pets to this wonderful place, uh-huh. um, to name a few, Charlie Chaplin. Oh, wow. Cesar Romero, uh-huh. Betty Grable, Bing Crosby, Bud Abbott. Oh, cool. And Alfred Hitchcock. Wow. They have they have like a long list of people that have oh, yeah. like buried their pets there. Uh-huh. Those are the ones that I personally recognized. <laughs> and I knew you would too. Right. So yeah. I was just like, okay, I'm gonna name these. So there is um there is a picture on their website. Where if you go to like, I think it's uh, services or contact or whichever, it's actually really cool because I think the current, I don't know if they're owners, but if you go um, scroll down, oh, it's it's a board president. It's her and her husband with all these different pets around them and all of them have been interred in that cemetery. Oh, wow. Which is really, really cute. Here, this is them. And it says, it says... um. All pets shown are resting in peace at the park. Uh, I know. So again, like crying, like. <gasps> now, because this is uh, California and New York is a little, um, little closer together. This par- this park is a little bit more spread out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's so beautiful. <laughs> um, there, I believe there is a mausoleum here as well, mm-hmm. um, where you can have your pets buried. So I'm going to show you a couple pictures from the this cemetery so this is just a little sign as you go inside mm-hmm. not quite as ornate as the new one in new york no and then this particular one i found it says waffles she stole our hearts and socks uh, oh my gosh <laughs> i know and that's I that's know actually stealing socks could be so sad <laughs> <laughs> um and that one's actually fairly new um, this is actually Kabar, Rudolph Valentino's dogs. It says, my faithful dog. Aw. Um, that seems impersonal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> but then I think this is one of my favorite. It says, Manson, our evil cat attacking <laughs> angels now. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> that is phenomenal. <laughs> I know. And there's... Honestly, like some some people will have little pictures of their pets. Um, I know in the 
in Hartsdale Pet mm-hmm. Cemetery, there's like little statues of dogs and there's upright monuments. There's sometimes just a grave marker. Mm-hmm. It's honestly so incredibly cool. It really is. So again, I just kind of wanted to give a little, this is just a little you know, foot in the water when it comes to pet cemeteries. There's other ones that I, I want to cover in the future because, again, this, it, it may seem like a weird idea, and I was hoping that it was going to be weird. <laughs> but honestly, it again, like I said before, it just, it ended up being, like, such a sweet, wonderful idea. <laughs> and these these places that are built from people who truly just unconditionally love their pets and I was like, this is so much nicer than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> is there some, like, in the Midwest? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um. There's one that I was looking at in particular, I think. So if I'm not mistaken, I think there's one in Bethalto. Oh. I think there's a couple in Chicago. And there are a few that are close to us. But um, in Illinois... Um, a lot of places will do, they're just like crematories. They don't necessarily have a pet specific cemetery, mm-hmm. um, like with like headstones and head markers, the, you know, the kind the kind of cemeteries that you would see for like your um, past loved ones. Right. So like an actual pet cemetery, that's like the ones that I was looking for is like yeah. only pets because there's some around the world that are disused, like they're, they're oh. no longer taking pets oh. and there's... Um, a couple in the UK that I really wanted to talk about, but again, that'll be a part two. Oh, for sure. But um, it it's it's just it's such a wonderful thing, honestly, and it's it's gets you emotional. Yeah, it is <laughs> really sweet. <laughs> and again, I was hoping for creepy stuff, <laughs> like oh, don't go to this one; it's cursed. <laughs> no, just love. Yeah, and uh, there's. A bunch in the U.S. that I I want to cover. There's some really cool ones in the U.K. that I'm going to cover in the future. It's so sweet. Mm. And I know this is kind of a short episode. I apologize. But um, life got away from me (laughs) this week. Um, I've I've worked so many hours. And my week's not even done. So I apologize. So that is, I guess, our first (laughs) episode on pet cemeteries. Are you doing okay? Uh, Yes. um, I'm just going to go cuddle my puppies. (laughs) With my kitty here. Who's the shittiest podcast host. He really is. He doesn't even contribute. That'll be on his headstone. The The shittiest shittiest podcast podcast host. Here lies kitty. I know, because that also... The shittiest podcast host. (laughs) Yeah. Because that also makes me think of, like, like what I want to do with Rufus mm-hmm. and what I've done with pets previously. <laughs> yeah. Well, because I've said from the beginning, I'm like, okay, Riley's going to be cremated and he's b- going to be buried with me. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit what anybody says. He will be buried with me. And Ryan was like, well, well what about me? I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> he's going to be married, buried with me. He is my baby. <laughs> you could <can> have Bruce. <laughs> I know. Well, see, that's that's one of the things that I was thinking about, because I'm like, Rufus, my guinea pig, who he's made appearances. <laughs> um, He's my first like real pet as an adult. That's that's Riley. Yeah. So I, I'm like, that is my baby boy. 
Well, I so, guess technically it'd be Kitty, but he was kind of adopted. That's true. I have one of each. I have an adopted child. I have a planned, very planned child and, a, and an accident. <laughs> and a whoops. <laughs> and a whoops. Here's another puppy. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. But yeah. So it, it's it's actually really cool. And it, it's, again, just the unconditional love that people have for their pets and, mm-hmm. and which continues after they pass away mm-hmm. is just so amazing, honestly. I and again, I was hoping I was I was looking for creepiness. But I didn't find that at all. Yeah, I don't think you'll now thinking about it and, and you're talking about it. I don't think you'll find that at any type of pet cemetery. Probably not, because I know there's there's one particular one in the UK that I was going to cover on this episode, and it's it's no longer in use, and you can't act. It's not publicly available anymore. You yeah. have to specifically make an appointment to take a tour of. Oh, it. I see. It's an older one, mm-hmm. and there's just a bunch of little, like, just tiny headstones just everywhere. And, I mean, maybe if you're, like, looking far away, it might look a little like, ooh, this is mm-hmm. scary. But then you read the headstones, and you just, you're like, Immediately oh, my sob. God. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just, it's wonderful. I love it so much. And this was actually really cool to research And again, I encourage everyone to just look these places up. Again, I'm going to have their websites in the show notes. Go there. It's really cool. And I thought I thought it was so cool that these places offer pre-need planning for your pet. Like that is and you wouldn't even honestly so cool. (laughs) No, a lot of people don't even think about that for themselves. Right. That's the thing. Yeah. So I, I just I found it like just honestly so cool because i know a lot of people be like oh i want i want my pet cremated buried with me i mean we've had relatives that have had that too oh yeah so again just really cool (laughs) i absolutely loved this and i hope you liked it too again sorry for the short episode but we next week is mine and you know it's not gonna be a short episode no i mean no it'll be a fun one though something we haven't we haven't covered yet i told you what it's gonna be oh that's right (laughs) Uh (laughs) uh-huh I went blank and I was just I like, know. what are you covering? <laughs> okay. She hasn't told me who, but it is going to be true crime. So yep, keep that in mind. My next one will be true crime. I promise. But I wanted to take a little break because I know the Junko Fruta episode was really, really rough. But yeah, I mean, Paige covered the Summerton Man last time and we had a little bit more fun, but I thought this would be a cool little... Mm-hmm. Oh, we're driving in the next lane for a hot second, and then we're going back into the normal lane next right. week. So again, this was this was honestly really cool. Yeah. So I hope everyone enjoys it. And again, I would really love to make this a series. I hope people like it. It's a really cool idea. Let us know. So let us know. And if you would like to keep in contact with us, you can follow us on Facebook at Two K Away, and on Instagram. 2k way podcast and we do have a gmail where you can contact us 2k way podcast at gmail.com and we're no longer doing youtube what you can do now is go to our patreon (laughs) at (laughs) patreon.com forward slash 2k way podcast yes and another great way that you can help us out is to rate and review us on whatever podcast app that you use we would greatly appreciate that helps us out a lot yes and we were actually just talking about Paige likes to periodically go and 
What do you do? Like you search like particular episodes. Oh, I and- literally just Google a uh, podcast about and then something we've covered to see how, how, you know, how we pop up. Yeah. So, <laughs> so Paige likes to do that. And if you rate and review us and you give us a good review. Yeah. We don't want it. bad reviews. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants bad reviews. No. But if you, if you do that, it get, it just gets us more recognized and gets us more listeners and all that jazz. So we would greatly appreciate stuff. it. So. Thank you for joining us for these 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 first, these, these first? These first <laughs> episode of Pet Cemeteries. So I hope everybody enjoyed it. And we'll see. I'm so sorry I made Paige cry. <laughs> <laughs> and we will see you uh, for our next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.